Hello, everybody. Jim Malone here, coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. I hope everybody is, uh, you know, having a good day today. I certainly have. Um, here we go on TikTok. Let's get that going with the live. There we go. Okay. Now we should be <laughs> we should be on TikTok too. So that is indeed a good thing. Well. Uh, Today, we, we seem like the market is moving very nicely. So just let's get into the questions and kind of just go right right from the start. Okay. Uh, first question from Tarika. Thank you for, uh, for taking a look at uh, me on TikTok. I mean, on, uh, on YouTube. Um, let's take a look at CVS. Let's take a look at CVS really quick. CVS, and of course, that is CVS and also... So we know Walgreens. So let's look at the weekly chart first. Um, here's the thing about CVS that I kind of want to caution you about a little bit. Um, I do believe that uh, we are, you know, I, I, I realize that people are, you know, interested in CVS because of the potential, you know, um, the, the potential uh, deal with, uh, you know, with, with, you know, with distributing the coronavirus stuff but here's the thing i kind of want to say i don't like um i still don't really like the trend on this chart we do we, we it does seem like it's moving up a little bit here but we have a we have a downward trend and i am not that interested in a stock that is only at 63 i just I, it just doesn't meet my test unfortunately now we do have some nice uh profitability here but um i just i can't really get excited about this stock uh, the checklist is six out of nine, so that's the minimum for me. And we do have, you know, pretty good fun sponsorship, but I just can't get beyond the fact that we have relative strength of 53, and we have um, essentially a downward trend. I mean, this is essentially a downward trend. So uh, I, I'm going to pass on CVS, even though some people say that that might be a good, uh, you know, might, might potentially be good. Now, if we have a trend reversal, and we're, and we're sort of in the beginning stages of that, then we might have something to buy. And we definitely have a little bit of a trend reversal. It's moved above that trend line, so that's good. But I'm still not convinced that this stock is the way to go. I just, I, I just am not because of its overall trend and the fact that it only has a relative strength of 63. So that I'm going to have to pass on um, today. So let's, you know, let's get to um, the... Spider, I kind of want to take a look at the spider, see how it's trading on a daily basis. And that's usually the first thing that we usually do. And I'm going to show you a chart of the spider uh, right now. And basically, uh, it looks like we are in a good good uptrend here on the spider at 370. So we seem to have, we seem to be moving uh, very nicely. Let's look at the 10-minute chart on the spider. Now, the reason the spider is so important is because it is the world's largest ETF, and many people have their entire net worth in this. Um, in, in this, this is a proxy for the S and P 500. So, why am I so interested in looking at it if it only has a 59 relative strength? Remember, this is a, not an individual stock; it's an index. So that doesn't matter on an ETF. It's not nearly as important as on an individual stock. On an individual stock, I want to see 80 or better on that relative strength. So that is good. The key level on the S&P, uh, the Spider is 360. We're now at 
28 and we're up a dollar 20 so that is quite bullish and i do believe that uh you know that pretends uh you know that 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 pretends things you know getting even getting even better here i want to take a quick look at the cues before we get into all the other questions and the qqq um is the uh etf that covers the nasdaq 100 it's moved up very nicely today too so we have we, we seem to have a Nice little market rally going on here. It's moved up 308.23. The key level on this is 270. is about 270, about, uh, 270, but we're now above that. We had a buy point on the QQQ at 279. So we're, we're definitely, you know, we're definitely, you know, putting on the afterburner towards the end of the year. So this is quite bullish in terms of the overall market. Uh, definitely something that, you know, I definitely like to see. Uh, as as it as it moves higher, I want a quick quick look at the diamond. This is the ETF that covers the Dow Jones 30, and it typically is the larger stock. So let's take a look at the the Dow uh, represented with the ETF, the DIR, the diamond, and it seems to be up as well too. So we have a all basically we have a generally speaking very good day uh, so far today. 300 is the key level on that. So I that is that is definitely definitely good, uh, definitely good. Let's kind of take a quick look at uh, the small portfolio. And basically, what this is is a small portfolio of of highly rated stocks that um, I'm trading, and basically the positions that I have in them currently. It's not everything that I that I have, but it's a, it's a it's a lot of them. So let's see how we're doing. Well, we're down only on one thing, and that's carparts.com. So generally speaking, and just trying to take a look how we're how we're trading here today, it looks pretty good. We're up on most everything. Uh, Cloudflare, uh, uh, which is NET, Advanced Micro is up just slightly two percent. Uh, PayPal is up a little bit, two percent. So that's nice. CrowdStrike, eight uh, percent. Uh, we have DraftKings up. We are a little bit down not just a few cents on car parts so we're looking pretty good on every pretty good on everything there so just wanted to check to make sure that indeed that was the uh you know we were we were doing well there so getting back to the comments so thank you for that um jim got stopped out of tesla at 623 early this morning uh thoughts on a pullback wow you know what i should have put out a trade alert on this one uh, because I kind of saw this one coming, I definitely I adjusted my stop loss this morning. I, I initially had it at uh, at six twenty three. I moved it down to uh, six thirteen, basically on the pre open, and I should have um, I I should have put an alert out on that one because I knew that I knew how it was gonna it was gonna open. So let's look at the ten minute chart to kind of see. Yeah, it definitely pulled back. I mean, it it it, it pulled back, um, you know, right below that uh, that um, that uh, six twenty twenty four level. But it looked like it's marched higher. It definitely has resistance right here at about six fifty. If we get beyond that, I think we may even want to add to the position. But um, so here's the thing to do on that. If we were stopped out, I think it's time to wait until we get to about the six fifty level. And and above the 650 level, then I think we might be into a new a kind of a new run up. But right now, there seems to be a little bit of a uh, little bit of resistance right about 645 to 650. So hopefully, 
we're going to move above that. So, we, but we do, we definitely have very still very good relative strength at 99. And let's see, let's see what else is happening. Of course, um, I'm sure that most of the people know that there was some new uh, news on Tesla. Uh, basically, they're going to they're going to issue some more stock now. Normally, I would say that this would be dilutive and it's probably not a good thing for the stock price. But in this case, you know, I think that with such demand for the stock, I think this actually might be a good thing because part of the thing that's pushing up Tesla is that this institutional buy coming into the inclusion into the S and P is uh, is making people that uh, that. Uh, pay a little bit more of the strong the you know the 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 weak hands are being pushed out a little bit and uh you know it's pushing a little bit higher so um we basically have a situation where we are uh we have a little bit of resistance at about the 650 level on Tesla so hopefully I should be able to give you more information on that and hopefully you're on the action trade alert so I can do that um okay holding 200 shares of plug since November 2nd at a cost of 2806 should i sell after today's pop let's take a look this is okay here's what we ought to do on plug and of course this is plug plower everybody that doesn't know this is this has just had a tremendous run 2652 is currently where you're at uh you're you're okay so you've been in at the cost of 2806 you know what i think Let's take a look to see if we, we have a potential for a pullback here. Yeah, you know what? Um, I I <laughs> okay. This is why it's so important to set your stop losses. I think that probably what you want to do is you you want there's a there is a a very a very uh, big chance of a reversal here. Let let's let's take a look at the trend here. So I want to take a look at this trend. Yeah, I am seeing a trend. Yeah, see that's see that's actually the trend I'm seeing. I think it's best to pull out of this currently because I do think we're going to see a trend. I think you're going to see this pullback to about the twenty-six dollar level. So, um, you know, I could be very very wrong on this, but I do think we're going to see. This is a very nice volume spike, though. I tactically, I I I would probably be a seller of at least half of my shares. At this point, I, I, I would. I, here's what I would do: I would sell half of my shares. I would set a stop loss seven um, percent below where your costs are, and that's that's how I would play it uh, on on plug power. So that's that's uh, very interesting. Uh, good stock, and uh, but you know I think that you know it sort of had its run, and um, you know it may be to the point where it's not going to give you the results that you wanted. There's um, a Hey everyone, thank you, man. <laughs> did a little, did a little crazy day. Made a bunch on Tesla. Nice. Okay, brother versus brother. You know what? It's um, I, I'm glad you're making money on Tesla. I think that, you know, I think we're going to get a little resistance at about 650, but I don't think we've seen the. I don't think we have seen the end of Tesla. I just don't. I, 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 I see it. You know, towards the end of the day, it's you know, here's here's what I see. It, here's why I think it's quite bullish right now. Is that um, you know towards the end of the day we're seeing it um, push to its highest levels, you see, and that's a, that's that's very key. The fact that the, the the fact that it's pushing to its highest levels uh, is very very bullish. We have a lot of volume here, so I, the way I'm looking at this, 
I think this is poised to go higher, but we just have to push beyond the 650. More than likely, I will be buying more, believe it or not, buying another full position if it can pass if it can push past 650. I'm going to I'm going to probably add another position to my to my uh to my buy because I do think that once it gets past that, it possibly could go, you know, up to 700 by the end by the end of the year. So I, I do think that the, you know there's a high likelihood there's a very high likelihood of that of of, of that happening, so um, yeah so so that's that's kind of the thing with Tesla. Let's uh, take a t- uh, question from um, TikTok um, uh, QS. So let's take a look at QS. I'm not familiar with QS, uh, but let's take a look at the stock QS. Yeah, QuantumScape Corporation. Develops next-generation solid-state lithium metal batteries for electric vehicles. That's 58. Wow. I don't know about this one. I'd be a little bit concerned because there is a lot of competition in the space, Panasonic being one of the big ones and several others. So this is the kind of thing where, yes, you might have great technology, but scale is going to be very increasingly important in here. But that said... We have a ninety. We have a relative strength of ninety nine. So that's very very good. This is an early stage IPO. It's got what they call the IPO base, where it it it, it starts out, it dips down, and then it comes it comes back up. Um, so I don't know. I just I can't. I don't think I I could get behind this one right now. Yeah, it's six out of nine, which is just barely good enough. Um, no real fund ownerships. Relatively thin. You know what? I know that you could probably make money in this one, but I just think that this one might I want to see this I want to see this develop a base before I would be in. I know it's up sixteen dollars today. I think you don't want to go cat I don't think you want to go to tr- I don't think you want to chase this one. I don't think you want to chase this one. Let this thing come down. I think it's probably gonna pull back probably to about this twenty six level. See if it does and if it does then I think you might have something you also might find resist and also might find a floor at right below 40 at about 38 so uh, but I just don't think you want to chase it I think that could end in tears if you did I, I just I think that's going to be difficult but it's a it's a very interesting it's an interesting stock and uh, you know one definitely worth looking uh, is <laughs> question from Christoph Kristofsky I guess that's it on TikTok. And this is a question on Amazon, and the question is, is Amazon going to break out soon? Well, I don't think so. <laughs> and here's why. Let's take a look at Amazon chart uh, just so you get a good idea. Um, right now, Amazon is in what they call a consolidation, and it does have a buy point on it, but that's at uh, 35.52.25. It's been that way for a while. Um, the question is, how is it, how, you know, how is it trading in, term, in, in, in terms of that. What I'm seeing basically on this, and I'm seeing if I can adjust the scale a little bit on this one. Let's see if I can. Uh, I guess if I can adjust the scale. Um, I just wanted to show you. Uh, I guess I can't. Yeah, I can't show it. Um, but let's, let's go look at, let's look at the day chart here. I was looking at the weekly. Let's look at the daily chart and give you an idea. Um, here's the problem with Amazon uh, as it stands now. There is a downward slope, basically from this thirty-four, uh, the, this thirty-four ninety-six level, and it is trending down. Now it looks like it may have bounced off of the 
40-day line. It looks like it may, may, may be going to bounce off this 40-day line. And if it comes above this, this trend, then you could possibly buy it. But I would only buy it on a breakout above this trend line. So I'm looking, it's got to be at least 32 before I would be even interested in it. And uh, it may be coming, but the, what, where it's going to have to be is it's going to have to be in this area. It's going to have to break above the 40-day the line and then move higher above this, this line that I've drawn. This is, a, this is the reversal line. And this would, this would connote a change in trend. But even if it does, it's still not a very powerful reversal because, unfortunately, we have a situation where the 21-day line is below the 40-day line. So, you know what? This is just not time to buy this. Uh, you know, the way I see it is that, you know, I could see um, Amazon breaking out and moving higher, but I could also see it not. I think it's in a consolidation right now. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, I, don't think, I don't think you want to be an Amazon right now. I just don't think it's going to perform as well as some of the things that are, else that are out there. Um, okay, thank you, man, brother, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, okay, please uh, pick one stock of these. Pick uh, OPES and IBOB. Let's try pick first just to see. Um, and thanks for the question. Let's, let's take pick, P-I-C. And see what's happening there. Yeah, okay, wow, look at that. It's a $15 stock. Interesting, interesting stock. This is not one I'm, I know. So I'm going to go back to the weekly chart. Always start when you're looking to see if there's an entry point on a stock. Look, pull it back to the weekly chart. Okay, this is a blank check company. Unfortunately, I just don't really have, I really can't tell you anything with a blank check company. And the reason I can't is because a blank check company pick, typically is like a blind pool. It's where people will put their capital in hopes of buying something bigger. Um, I just, not knowing who is behind this, I just can't really give you a good read. I typically like to see something that's traded. This is another blank check company. Yeah, I'm sorry to give you all this, this stuff about blank check companies. Really, really hard to see exactly where they're gonna, where they're gonna be. This is uh, another one. This is a blank check company. Uh, to acquire merge with businesses operating in the technologies industries. Well, my question, of course, is which ones? I just don't know with this because, uh, yeah, we have a we have a viable checklist, <coughs> and we have wow, forty six funds there. And so, <coughs> obviously, they're going to buy something good. The question is, what is it? I just don't know. I'm going to have to find out a little bit more about this. It's got a strong relative strength at ninety six, but there just isn't enough information here for me to do anything. Unfortunately, on these blank check companies, unless I know exactly what they're holding in terms of a company or who they're going to merge with, I definitely have trouble finding the right um, the the right uh, you know the 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 right uh, answer for you. I just I just don't have anything to go on, unfortunately, because I have literally no insider information. Everything I get is from the web and is public information, so I just don't have that information. Jay. Hi, Jim. I bought Love back in March for 24. Should I continue to hold with a stop loss? Let's look at Love. This, of course, everybody knows is Southwest Airlines, L-U-V. And that's based right here in beautiful Dallas, Texas. Um, now, I am very unbullish on the airlines, mainly because of this COVID thing. Just people aren't, you know, aren't, um, uh, they, they aren't traveling as much. And, you know, the revenues are just down. And unfortunately... You know the the um, 
the airlines are just having to give away their product, you know, and they're, and they're losing money. Now, we did have a nice trend reversal here uh, from the sort of the bottom of the, um, you know, to, from, from the bottom. But here's the thing. Uh, the question is where you're in, uh, where where you're at, uh, where, you, where you came in on this thing. And you said that you came in at 24. So 24, wow, you, you've done very, very well. Okay, so, wow, you are right at the bottom. Wow, wowie, wowie. Okay, this is about March 23rd. The question is, um, should you sell? <coughs> you know what? Uh, it's pulled back a little bit. And we're almost near its all-time high. You know, it's up to you, but you've doubled your money. I would take the money and run. I would take the money and run because I think this thing could move lower. But it, it does have some good... Out of the airline stocks, this one is definitely has some good attributes. This being the most in particular. This is what they call the golden cross. This is where the twenty the 40-day line has crossed over the 200-day line, indicating that it's moving higher. So it really... It took a lot of guts to buy it here. I have to admit, it took a lot of guts to buy it here. That's tremendous. But it did, it did, there was a trend reversal, and you did do very, very well. You know what? I would consider setting my stop loss up. I would set it at this line here, which is the 21, which is the 21-day uh, exponential. Uh, I don't think it's going to pull back to that. Does, that hasn't been the case. So I, but I would set my stop loss at about 46. I think that's where you want to be, about 46 on that, and, uh, you know, see what happens because you have a tremendous gain, and, and possibly you don't have to take all of it off because you have such a tremendous gain. But here's what I'd do. I'd set a stop loss for 50% of my holdings at, um, at 46 and uh, see what happens. Uh, you've been a tremendous buy, and, and uh, you know, that, you know you've, done, you've done well, I mean, on, 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 the, air, on the airlines. Okay, um, so what should be an entry point for NEO? Let's look at NEO. Uh, you know, NEO is probably, of the Chinese uh, EV stocks, NEO is probably the best uh, in terms of its uh, fund ownership. Uh, let's look at the funds in this one, of course. And we have really pretty good, um, you know, really pretty good um, chart here. We've got an upward trend. We've got 99 uh, you know, we, we've we've got 99 on on the relative strength, so that's very strong. We have uh, a very nice checklist. We have funds coming in. Yeah, we have we have a lot of good stuff going on here. Uh, let's look at the daily chart. Let's see if there's any entry point on Neo that we can that I can find. Uh, it looks as if yeah, it's moved right above this this. Um, it's moved right above the the twenty one day, so the so the entry point would have been about forty four. But I still think you could. Yeah, it's a little bit it's a little bit risky to buy it at this level. But but uh, if it pulls if it pulls down a little bit to this twenty one day line at about uh, forty three, then I think you could buy it. But you always want to buy it on reversal. So wait for it to come down, bounce, and then as it's going higher, that's when I think that you might want to you know you possibly could buy it. Uh, Neo, uh, but one thing about Neo, it's very speculative. So, try not to um, try to keep pushing your stop loss off. When you when you when you initially come into the stock, try to put it at about two and a half percent below uh, where you bought it, and that way you might get you might get um, uh, sold out. But you're gonna you're you're gonna be it's gonna it's gonna help you save some of your capital if it's if you have a wrong side reversal for you. All right, uh, every um, everybody, <laughs> thanks, man. Okay, cool. 
Um, okay, please pick one. Okay, I did one of those talks. Let's get let's get a few more newer questions. Uh, should have listened to you on Palantir. Jumped in this morning and stopped out with. Oh gosh, Chris. Uh, uh, let's look at Palantir. I'm in Palantir uh, as well. I mean, I you know Palantir is a tough one. It's sort of like riding a bronching a bucking bronco, but PLTR is the is the term. I just see a lot of strong uh, acquisition. Now, it's down about 51 cents. <laughs> it's up, it's down, it's all the way over the place. Um, but let's look at the weekly chart first and see. Yeah, we, we still have a very strong blue bar here for this week so far. So we're doing well on that. We have an upward trending line. We have a 99 relative strength, and we still have some very strong buying activity. Um, is there a place to get into this thing? You know what? I think really the sort of the mini pivot is right here at about 24. It's at 28. It's pulled back a little bit, but it still looks like it's moving moving higher. Here's the thing. It's very hard for a stock to continue to move up in such an angle. This is just, you know, this kind of angle is just, it's, it's, it's just too much. It, it, it's, just, it's just too much. So it's going to probably, this is likely to, to, to probably pull back a little bit. It's kind of pulling back. I can see why it's pulling back. Um, very difficult to, there's really not a good place to buy this right now. I think you're going to have to wait until there's a consolidation. But I do think there's going to be a consolidation between 25 and 30. Uh, and I think it's going to be probably at about the uh, 27 uh, or so level. It's at 28 to 45 right now. It's pulling back, but just slightly. So I do think that there may be another opportunity, but just you've got to watch this, this one. We've got to wait on this one, unfortunately. It's it's so frustrating when you have to do that, but I definitely think that's the case here. And so we've got to, on Palantir at least, we're going to have to, we're going to have to wait a little bit, uh, a, a little bit. Um, okay, let's take a look at um, VLDR and see if there's something there that uh, will work for somebody. Okay, VLDR. Uh, this is also uh, light uh, linear sensor technologies. Okay, for autonomous vehicles. This is a very hot area, of course. Now, the software that's used, with the exception of all of the, with all the EVs, with the exception of Tesla, uh, uses Mobileye, which is now owned by Intel. That's the software that is all the EVs use. Obviously, the sensor area is going to be good, but the problem with this is this is a very competitive area because in the uh, actual real economy, companies like Dana and companies like that, some large companies are in the sensor space. So, uh, you know, they may have some new technology, but there's some big, big companies in this automotive space. Uh, do I like this stock? No, I do not like this at all. Uh, as you can see, we have a downward trending stock. And that you always look at the weekly chart first. So it does have a, it does have a relative strength of 83. So that is good. It's pulled up a little bit. So it might be a potentially a trend reversal. Um, but I'm just going to have to see it move above this line here before I'm really interested in it. It's going to go beyond 34 before I'm actually interested in it. We may have had a trend reversal here, as you can see. It may be, you know, it may have broken that. It may have broken that trend as it came down and then and then made that trend reversal upwards. Let's see if there's anything on the daily that can give us a clue. Uh, there was a yeah. There's a huge volume spike. So somebody's interested in this. Somebody's moving into this. Let's check the funds um, to see kind of 
Who's in it? Well, we've got 54 funds in June, and we've got 64 in September. So we definitely have increasing fund ownership. That's good. We also have a very nice, healthy 137% profit. So that's looking good as well. Wow. On this one, you know what? I kind of like this one. I, I will be honest with you. But I, I want to watch this one. What I'm going to do is VLDR. And I'm going to put that on the watch list possibly as well. And by the way, if you're interested in the watch list, it's super easy uh, to get access to it. It's on the small portfolio. And there's a tab that says watch list. And I just kind of want to show that to you right now. Um, I, I basically update this, this watch list and show basically the things that I'm in currently that are, are highlighted here. I'm in DraftKings. I'm in CarParts. I'm in Apple. Advanced Micro, PayPal, Progeny, Cloudflare, and Tupperware, and I'm also in Tesla as well. And this kind of gives you if it's in the buy zone or not. What I mean by the buy zone is, is it at the buy point plus 5%? And that's typically the best place to buy a stock or right below that. So that kind of gives you um, the, the, uh, the, the watch list. And it's easy to get uh, a copy of the watch list to get on that so that you can see that. Um, all you have to do is go over to www.dallastrainingfloor and sign up for the um, for the for the small portfolio. And let me tell you, give you an idea of how it looks here. This is uh, currently uh, how it how it how it looks um, as well. It's right here. Get a link to the um, small portfolio first and last name. So it's this box that you need to fill in to get a link to that small portfolio and the watch list as well. So that's uh, kind of good, kind of good, kind of good way to go. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, how about Fubo? F-U-B-O. Let's look at that. Um, let's see. F-U-B-O. Fubo. And there it is. It's a live streaming company, Fubo TV. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. Um, I wonder if it's the garments too. Boy, this is just taken off like you read about. Look at that. It's a 99 relative strength. You know, I don't know much about this one. I'll be honest. Um, you know, it's a little bit thin for me. I mean, this could go big. This, this, you know, this could bow big, but it's got. It only has one fund in it, so I'm not really liking that. Uh, let's see if, it, if there's any place we can buy this. Um, yeah, five out of nine, that's not, that's not enough. Oh, yeah. Okay, we went two to one. Oh, no. <coughs> so I'm sorry to tell you about <coughs> this, but I can't recommend this one um, to buy. I just can't recommend this one to buy right now. It doesn't work, unfortunately. Maybe it will in the future, but right now. Uh, anyone on plug? I'm not sure if I should take my promise. You should, well... Here's the thing: if you're, if you're, um, Irve, if you're very, if you're, if you're, if you want to take your profits, do this uh, to preserve your profits and your gains. Take off fifty percent, and I think that you'd be very, very happy with that. And that's congratulations. You know, that's the one of the ones that that's a wave I sort of missed. So you're you're very smart to have uh, to have done that. Uh, I have a call until two thousand and twenty at thirty one forty, and the stock is is currently. Um, 28, um, 2870. Hmm. I don't know if I can give you any information on that. 
Uh, Dinesh, uh, thoughts on Riot? And this is versus the blockchain company that a lot of people have really said good things about. And uh, Riot Blockchain is the name of this one. R-I-O-T is the symbol. There it is, Riot Blockchain. And this was a sort of a penny stock. Now, there are some, there's, are some issues with this one. And one of them is it's under $15. But that doesn't necessarily totally... <coughs> um, totally eliminate this one but we do have a downward trend on the we, we unfortunately we do have a downward trend but since you know since march which is you know basically the beginning of this period it is starting you know it's, it is starting to move up is there a place we can buy this well the only place really that was possible to buy this was the first stage cup with a with a price of 331 so I, we can't really buy this one right now and these are so tough it's pulled back a little bit Let's see if it pulls back to the 21-day exponential. That might be a place to buy it at 825. You know, but this is going to be a tough one to buy. Let's take a look at the other fundamentals on it. Let's look at the checklist. Seven out of nine. So that's okay. That's pretty good. Actually, it's very good. And we do have increasing fund fund sponsorship. This is a very early stage. Uh, you could definitely make some money on this one. Very very early stage on this one. You want to be super careful uh, with this one. Uh, but I do think that you might have an entry point at 825, but be very careful. Only put a half position on. Don't put a full position in this one. Now, what do I mean by a half position? Well, let's say you had a $10,000 portfolio. Divide that by eight, and that gives you uh, eight positions, each worth about $1,250. Actually, exactly worth that. That is the amount you want to commit to any one position. The reason that you do it like this is so that you're not overweight in any one position. Because if it does pull back and you have your stop loss set at 7% down from where you bought it, your exposure to that position is basically 1%. So that is the way you will protect your capital. So you don't want to go in with any more than one position. And on this case, on Riot Blockchain, because of its speculative nature, I would not go in with any more than a half position. So the appropriate size would be a half of an eighth or a sixteenth of the value of your portfolio. And I would try to go in at about 825 a share. So however, whatever that number is, divided by 825, $8.25, that's going to give you the number that you can that you should buy for Riot Blockchain. But again, I would wait, uh, I would try to go in at about 825 on that one. Um, okay, that's a call. All right, uh, Riot, okay. Let's see. Oh, Penn National Gaming. This is a this is a stock I really like. I'm up, by the way. I think on DraftKings, um, Penn National actually has some physical locations, and I, and I do like this one. Boy, it's not it's doing well today, up six dollars at about seventy eight forty. Wow, this is looking very good. Yeah, there's a beautiful oh man, there's a beautiful consolidation buy point, seventy six sixty two. Wow, this looks buyable, and and ninety seven is the 97 is the relative strength. I'm liking that. I'm really liking that, actually. Um, what's our checklist look like? 799, that's very good. Increasing fund ownership, good, good, good. You know what? Um, you could probably buy this one, actually. Let's see if it is. Yeah, you could probably buy this one. The pivot is... Yeah, you could definitely. You could buy this one right now, actually. You could buy this one right now. Would this be a good place? Well, I'm not so sure it would be the greatest, but I don't think it would be bad. Let's look at the daily chart for an entry point. 
Um, yeah, it, okay, so the, so, the, so the consolidation is right about 76.62. It's right in the pivot zone. Yeah, you could definitely buy this one right now. And look at that. We have a very nice spike on the volume. So, yeah, I, I think this is the winner. Penn National Canning, it's up a little bit much. I, you know, it would have been nice to have been bought it below, below that, um, below that. But you know, <laughs> beggars can't be choosers. It does look like this one is going higher. Let's take a look at the trend to see kind of where we are in terms of the channel. What I'm doing here, just for those that are looking, is I'm drawing a channel here. This 75, uh, 75. This is an anomaly, so I'm not going to take that into account. I'm going to draw a channel right like that. So this is the channel. As it's as it's moving now, the question is, it's already moved past this. So, normally, if if it, if it hit resistance here, it would have it would have moved back down like this. But because it powered through this buy point, and that's what the buy point is, because it powered through this buy point, it's likely to go higher. So so this so so this one's likely to go higher. The question is, how much higher can it go? Well, it'll probably. It, it'll it, at least in the short term, it'll probably be in this channel, and then if it if it moves higher, then possibly in this larger channel, which is going to be like that. So here's here's the thing. I do think this could definitely this thing can definitely go higher, um, and and it's passing. So I think it's in the buy range. I think that you know you might want to do a half position on this one. I mean, I think that you could definitely do well on a half position on Penn National. I like Penn National. And uh, let's look at the sister company for it, and that's DraftKings. That's the, this is the one I'm in. Um, DKNG, and that's DraftKings. So let's look at how DraftKings is doing. These are both very good stocks in this in this sector. Okay, this one basically, yeah, this is what I was waiting for on DraftKings. As you can see, this is the trend on DraftKings. Uh, give me a break. Yeah, there's the trend. Okay, this is the, and and what happened was it pulled below. This is the twenty-one. This is the uh, twenty-one day exponential. It pulled below that and boom, it went right back up. So I think it's back to this trend. The question is, can it move higher than this consolidation at fifty-three seventy-two? I believe it can, but we will see. You know, only time will tell on this. But I think we have a trend like this. So <clears throat> I think this is likely, and at least towards the end of the week. This is likely to pull higher. Well, we may it may pull back here and here, and then I think it, this is likely to pull higher, and I think this may pull as high, potentially as about fifty nine, at least until it reverses trend. Um, <clears throat> so, hmm, I believe that uh, you know that's that's sort of the competition is DraftKings, and of course I'm in DraftKings. Let's look at the. I just want to see where I bought this because I, you know, I'm I'm sort of an automatic trader. I I put it in and then I forget it. I set my stop losses. Okay, I was in at 49. It's at 50. So I'm just barely up. Not a lot. Only three percent, basically for two days. But I, you know, this is the trend reversal that I was trying to pick up. So I think that that is the potential uh, as well. So you might want to look at DraftKings. I think. Uh, you know they're both really good, but uh, I think DraftKings might be edged out just a slight bit, just a slight bit. DraftKings, um, DraftKings, no, uh, October fifty-five calls. Your thoughts? Um, wow, I definitely think that uh, you know you could definitely do well on this one. I think it's moving up. I think this will be seventy dollars by 
Um, you know, it, it potentially could be as high as seventy dollars by February, but you know, you just don't know. You just don't know. That's that's interesting. I I think I would, uh, if I was up, it depends on how much I was up on them, and they're and they're October's, right? So that would be October two thousand twenty, uh, and you own them. So hmm, I'm just trying to think. I I probably would be a seller right now. Probably be a seller. Um, okay. So thoughts on oh. Skyworks, S-W-K-S. Let's look at Skyworks here real quick. Um, S-W-K-S is the symbol for that. And that's a really cool 5G play uh, that <clears throat> has done really well. A lot of the chips are doing quite well right now. So, um, yep, and we, we pulled up today $2.34, 155.79. Um, this one... You know, I, I really kind of want to see this take this trend up here. You know, this is just not quite, it needs to move a little bit higher than this. I really think that we're going to get a green light on this one at 158.61. Right now we're below that, so we're very, we're very close to that. Let's look at the weekly chart to see if, yeah, it's just, this is starting to consolidate here between this level and this level. Um, the question is, will it change direction? Okay, this 78 is good, you know, and it does, and it did move up on terms of its um, sales. So, you know, I I think this is a watch list. I wouldn't be jumping into this one, but it's still very good. I mean, 78, but it's just, it's just a it's just a tad little bit less than I like to buy them at. Uh, it just doesn't have the right criteria. Six out of nine, so that's okay. Um, and we're increasing. You know what? I would wait on this one. Watch this. This one. I don't think it's time yet for. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think. It, I don't think it's time yet for. Um, you know, for this one. But um, you know, it may be watch listable. Um, you know, it may be. It may be watch listable. So I, I think you have to be a little bit circum. I think you have to be a little bit circumspect here with um, with Skyworks. Um, let me just look at IAMD to see how that's doing. Even though it's not in the same space, it is a chip company. And and one stock that you probably, in the chip space, that you should avoid, and I know this is painful, it's painful for me to say this, is I think you should be trying to avoid uh, uh, Intel because they just haven't been able to get their act together. I think the real stocking horse now is going to be AMD. Um, it, it seems to have a pretty good, tr- it's, it seems to be, yeah, it seems to be moving nicely out of this double bottom format as about out of this double bottom, um, pattern, which is a very, this by the way, is one of the strongest patterns out there. Yeah. And it's moved above the pivot. So it's pulled right back down to the buy zone, but this is definitely <coughs> headed up. So this is one, if you want to be in the chips, this is possibly one. That might work AMD, and I'm also in this in the small portfolio, as you can see. I made a, uh AMD buy at 90.77, and it is currently 90, 92, uh, 92.92. So uh, not a whole lot, but a little bit, a little bit. Not not bad for a week, you know. I'll take my two or three percent a week, uh, you know. On the uh, I'll take my two or three. I got into in, a question from TikTok. I uh, got into Intel. And since, uh, and since it has a lot of money and the stock is in a good low position, this is not a reason to buy Intel. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to be, be charitable on this one. Um, 
when you're buying stock, you don't want to buy stocks that are cheap. I know that sounds uh, counter, uh, counter to what you've been told, but um, INTC is the symbol, INTC for Intel. The problem with stocks like Intel, let me show you why Intel is not a good stock. All right, let's, look at th let's start with the weekly chart. The first thing we're going to look, look here is trend. The overall trend currently of, of, um, of um, Intel stock is downward. Okay. Also, it has a relative strength of 10. So that's not very good either. It also made a, it also had a sales decline of 4%. <coughs> Here's the problem with Intel. What pushes up a stock? You should know what pushes up a stock. And what pushes up a stock is not earnings, is not news, but it is demand from institutional investors. Right now, institutional investors are looking at Intel and saying, wow, this is a great stock for you know 20 or 30 years. It's a leader, but it's not going in the right direction. Uh, stocks like NVIDIA, stocks like AMD, they're, t they're eating their lunch, so it's not a good place to be. I think in general, you're going to see this one decline, even though, you know, even even though they've been great in the past, I don't think that you know greatness in the past does not mean greatness in the future. It's only got a five out of nine, uh, uh, five out of nine um, sheet. If you want a big cap tech stock that is in the in the um, that's in, that's in the chip space, take a look at TXN, which is uh, Texas Instruments. I'm going to show you this stock and why it's a better stock currently. Than, um, you know, than than Intel. This is also a big cap tech stock. It's, it's uh, it, as you can see, it has a much better trend than Intel. Remember, we had a downward trend with Intel. Well, we have an upward trend with Texas Instruments. It's it's just a better trend. We are also up on sales. I'm not recommending necessarily uh, Texas Instruments, but I'm just saying it's a better stock right now than Intel is. Also, um, you know, it still has 5 out of 9, which I wouldn't buy this because of 5 out of 9, and, uh, but it does have a lot of funds in it. So here's the thing. If you're looking for a big cap a semiconductor company and you're looking for something that's been around forever and a day, TXN is probably better than, than Intel, but I don't think that both of them are very good. I think you might want to go with, a, with an NVIDIA. Buy fewer shares of NVIDIA. I think you'd be a lot happier. Uh, I think you'd be a lot, lot happier on that. Okay, let's look at, uh, thank you, Marshall and Associates yeah, Investigations in Orlando. That's very cool. SWBI. So let's look at SWBI. SWBI. Yeah, let's see. Oh, Smith & Wesson. Well, this, you know, uh, if, uh, if we have issues in this next presidency, this might be a good brand. Um, Momentarily, it, it does have, you know, every time there's a little bit of concern with the government, uh, you know, brands like this do well, but then they, then they cool off very quickly. It does have a little bit of a downward trend. I'm not liking that. Um, I don't like the way this is trending. It's trending down towards the 21-day the line. The 20, the, I'm sorry, the 50-day, the 200-day line. Any stock that moves below this 200-day line, it's not one you want. And it looks as if... The trend is going to, where we're going to cross below this 200-day line. If this crosses below the 200-day line, if it moves lower than about $14, then 
then I think we're in trouble. It's currently at 1548. You know what? I don't think this is going to be a winner. And I think that, you know, it may have been in the past, and I think a lot of people are going to be buying handguns, but I don't think it's necessarily going to be a better stock. Seven out of nine, I'm just, I'm not liking this one. I just don't think that Smith & Wesson Brands, um, you know, if you want to be in the, if you want to be in the firearms space, I think, I think Ruger probably is better, but I have, I, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not an outdoor, there's a thing called outdoor brands, I think that's Colt, that might be better, but I just, I can't recommend uh, Smith & Wesson. It just is not powerful enough in terms of its, um, its stock. Sorry about that. Um, okay, QS, let's look for, hey, Wendy, how are you? Hopefully, it's very nice up there in beautiful Canada. QS is the, and you're looking on, oh, you're looking on, uh, thank you so much for, for watching on YouTube. I appreciate that because that helps me build my user base on um, on uh, on uh, on YouTube. So I really appreciate that very, very much. Thank you, Wendy. Uh, it looks as if... We have a very, very new company here. It develops next-generation solid-state lithium metal bodies. You know what? I, I don't know. I just can't get excited about this this uh, lithium uh, battery area because I do think that, you know, you were waiting for the other shoe to drop here uh, in terms of bigger, bigger. And I know that a lot of people come into this. It's got a relative strength of 99 It's up $15 today. That's unbelievable. And it has, a, you know, decent checklist, 6 out of 9. I just, you know, I just... I think this one thing. <clears throat> I think you have to be careful on this one. I think the thing to do probably with this Wendy is watch list this one. You know, I think that's the I think that's the way to go on it. Watch list this one, and you know, it's probably not time to buy it yet. Let's see if we have anything that I can for t from TikTok. I <clears throat> do you invest in crypto? Well, the way I primarily invest in crypto is with this uh, thing called the GBTC. It's the Grayscale. Uh, Bitcoin Trust, so GBTC is the symbol for that. And this is basically a, a, an, ET, uh, an ETF which, um, which holds about 4% uh, of the world's Bitcoin. Now, today it was down. It's at 2089, and it seems not to be exactly tracking the... Um, it seems not to be exactly tracking the, um, um, the, the Bitcoin market. So I don't know quite what's going on with it. But uh, it has pulled back a tad, and un, uh, and this one is 95. So this is this is really how I've gotten my toe wet on Bitcoin. I do think Bitcoin has a great future, um, but I haven't played Bitcoin directly, uh, as is it's very difficult with you know in terms of in terms of the way things are trading. But um, I think one of the best ways to get into Bitcoin is through these proxies such as GBTC. Now. Another way that you might get exposure to Bitcoin that's very interesting that I think does have, you know, potentially uh, a likelihood of intermediate to short-term success is through buying PayPal. And even though PayPal is off a little bit today, uh, PayPal, I do believe, is moving higher. Uh, PayPal will, will start allowing transactions using Bitcoin, and that is kind of significant. Now, if you look, here, here's a, uh, PayPal has been consistently profitable and we're showing these are the sales that are up and not only the, and not only that it has a very nice chart <coughs> moving very nicely upwards here we go it's moving upwards and we're on the upper tick so the buy point on a cup basis second stage 
is 212 over 216. So I do think that we're hitting a little bit of resistance here, but we're probably going higher. This is a way to get exposure to Bitcoin without having to buy Bitcoin. And I do believe we're going to pull above this 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 215 level. Yeah, we're going to probably pull, be pulling above this 215 level. I do think we're going to bounce off the 10th A line and then it's going to move higher. I'm very I'm relatively bullish on uh on PayPal. It's got a 100% checklist. It checks all the boxes. And we have increasing fund ownership plus it is probably going to be the premier way to transact um Bitcoin in the world. Also, we have relative strength of 89. So, if you want exposure to Bitcoin but you don't want to necessarily hold Bitcoin because there's a lot of difference between the bid and ask there. Uh, this might be a way that you could really, <clears throat> you could get exposure to Bitcoin very safely and with a high likelihood of success by buying PayPal. Um, okay, so let's look at this one. Uh, thanks, uh, Ashika. Uh, BLDP. Let's look at BLDP. BLDP. Let's see if I can. Ballard. Oh, Ballard Power. I like this one. This, by the way, everyone, this is this company's been around a long time. They've been making electric buses, I think, for at least 20 years. Uh, the thing I like about this company is it actually has some production capacity, and it is a real company. It's not like Nikola or anything like that. Now, the question is, where can you buy that? At 2170 seems to be the best entry point. It's currently at 2114. Uh, this is on the, w the daily chart. Let's look at the weekly chart. Let's see if there's any way we can possibly look at this. Yeah, there is a very nice consolidation base, third stage, 2161. It's 21, boy, it's right below that. So, you know, if we had another day of this, I think we could possibly buy this. Really like the trend on this. Look at this weekly trend on this. I want to show everybody this. And I, you know, this is the, these are the kind of stocks that you want to buy. Going, going from the lower um, left hand to the upper right hand. This is this is the this is the kind of stocks you want to buy that have this kind of motion. Remember, we don't want to have even a flat motion or a downward motion. We want to let this motion. So this is very bullish. If it pulls past this pivot here, which it very well may do because it's twenty one sixty one, it's twenty one uh, fourteen. I think this is a buy. I think actually this is a buy right now. But let's look at a few other issues here. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Okay, six out of nine. That's good. Increasing fund ownership, yeah. So I think, I think this one definitely you could you could definitely buy this one. There are some concerns. It does have a negative cash flow. It's been around for a long time, but uh, you know, electric vehicles are here to say this is definitely a leader in the space. I just happen to know that. And the price is twenty one fourteen. So not a bad idea. So you know, would I buy a full position in this? Probably not. But I would consider if I wanted exposure to electric vehicle component makers, that is a good one. That is a good one. Uh, so uh, B uh, B L D P. I'm going to write that down. B L D P for um, you know for potential inclusion on the um, on the watch list. Let's look at P L T R. This is uh, I have talked a little bit about Palantir today. I, I I do think that this one you know is just potentially. Thank you, Harris, for this question. I do think this one potentially is. You know, it's just a great it's a great stock. Now it's pulled back a little bit today, um, thirty off a little bit at thirty five, and and part of the issue that we're having with this stock, of course, is the slope. It's it's just it's just very 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 steep, as you can see. 
Very steep. So I do believe, you know, it's probably likely to, you know, to, to consolidate and pull back here. But, you know, this isn't a bad place. Actually, the, the place to buy it probably is about 25. Uh, and as you can see, where it's way above, it's, it's, it's hugging the 10-day line, which is really good. It's above the 21-day. So, yeah, I still think you can get into this one. Here's the thing about this stock, and I've been pushed out of this one twice, is that if you get into it, and I think 25 is probably a better price than 28, if you get into this thing, uh, don't go all in at once. Kind of try to pyramid into this one. And also, uh, and when you put your put your little toe in the water, make sure that you have that stop loss out 2.5% below. I know it's not a lot. Uh, on a stock like this, you might have to widen that out a little bit to about 7%, but, you know, and that's not going to give you a lot of range because it's a very volatile stock, but be very careful. Try only to buy an uptick. This is a tough, this is a tough one to get into right, but I think that uh, overall it could be very, very, very beneficial because I do think it's probably going to double. Um, Etsy, E-T-S-Y, and of course, you know, Etsy is one of these great uh, internet um, stocks that is just uh, has just done fantastically, um, and uh, you know it's it's definitely worth the look. E T S Y. Let's look at Etsy. Um, yeah, we oh, look at this. This is a beautiful chart, by the way. Look at this beautiful, beautiful chart. I'm gonna go to the weekly chart to kind of get you know the trend. But this is the kind of thing you want to see. This was the low here about March 23rd of this year, and this is the COVID thing. It kind of did this. But boy, when it turned, look at that. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this stock. It's just, it's getting a little bit of resistance, as you can see by this W pattern. But I'm like, I, I like this W pattern because this shows, this shows conviction. And I think this is going higher. I definitely think this is going higher. Let's look at the daily. Um, yeah, look at that. Wow, it is, man. The buy point on this one, on a consolidation base, first stage, wow, 154.88. Very, very good. Um, God, we're just a tad extended here. Not that much. If this thing pulls back to 160, and I don't know if it will, but if this thing pulls back to 160, I think you should wait on this one until it pulls back to about 160 or 159. And I think that it's buyable right at about 159 to 160. That's going to be a very good place to buy this thing. Um... It's got a hundred percent checklist. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely um, this is definitely a viable stock. Well, I have spent a whole hour, <laughs> and I thank you very, very much for tuning in here. Uh, I didn't get to everyone. Ouch. Um, I'm going to try to get a little bit more here. But um, uh, the great way to to get the action trade alerts and see kind of what I'm doing and watch the small portfolio is to subscribe to Dallas Trading Floor. And that's, you know, you just basically go over to uh, Dallas Trading Floor, www.dallastradingfloor, and, uh, and then uh, go ahead and uh, get the free Action Trade Alerts. And, and, and the way you subscribe is just go to uh, www.dallastradingfloor, and then there's, a, there's two little boxes, the first and the last name, and an email address. Just put your information in there, and you'll be on the list ready to go. Also... If you like what you're seeing and you're on YouTube, or even if you're not on YouTube, <laughs> if you can go over to YouTube and potentially, um, you know, potentially kind of like what is going on there, and that would be that would be excellent. So, 
please like it and on YouTube. Till tomorrow, I'll be back at um, I'll be back at two thirty. Thanks so much for spending your time with me. I know you have a lot of choices on that, and uh, hopefully, we can make you some money this time. Uh, you know, and uh, so till tomorrow. Happy trading. <laughs>